gentlemen thank you for listening this is dump on the ump ostensibly a baseball podcast season five week 25 coming at you from champaign illinois my name is joel with me tonight as per usual is sam sam how's it going it's going good joel it's fucking so hot here in brooklyn new york like feel like i'm getting dehydrated now yeah drink some more wine yeah that'll work you know, on this road trip, I actually do go through West Virginia. From where? I'll talk about it. I love this part of West Virginia that I have to drive. It's Cincinnati very Cincinnati to D.C. Is that both ways? Both ways. Oh, both uh, ways. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we call the C block, but this is kind of a special C block in that we are telling we telling the story of the dump on the ump 2019 jamboree extravaganza road trip in which i drove from champaign illinois to the east coast and back going to five different baseball games four of them mlb games one single a game cincinnati dc new york boston pittsburgh hung out with sam hung out with uh my friend jesse in dc and also our buddy jesse from the podcast eli from the podcast it was lots of fun when we left off, if you listen to the B block, we had just which, got... Which we know that most of you do not. Right. <laughs> True. Good point. Listen to the B block, folks. We're making it, we're, we're making it better. It's not such a downer these days. <laughs> uh, side note, we'll come back to that. We'll fix the B block up. Um, last, we left you off that's not right nope nope (laughs) that's like that's like giving somebody a really bad orgasm we left you off i'm gonna left you off (laughs) (laughs) that's what they call the southpaw yeah (laughs) last note from us we had just gone to a thrilling Chicago White Sox at Boston Red Sox game at Fenway Park. The Red Sox won 6-5 with a walk-off single. Sam and I spent uh, two nights with Eli and Nick up in Boston, Quinty, Massachusetts. And then we drove back down to New York City. Wait, can we not talk about our shopping trip? I feel like we should. Okay, go for it. Yeah. So this one was had more to do with you know my interests than joel's i'm gonna let him off the hook a little bit here no no no, no, no it's okay. <laughs> we went to massachusetts it's legal and we went to the game the one night and then we had another day to spend and it was like joel's like what do you want to do the weather's going to be kind of shitty and i was like what i really want to do is that uh massachusetts just legalized recreational marijuana sales like a year ago, 
and they just opened their first store in Boston, uh, a marijuana dispensary. Are they still called dispensaries now that they're yeah. legal? Or yeah, yeah they're okay. still called dispensaries. I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So we were lucky that it was a shitty day because the line wasn't very long. Usually the right. line is extremely long at this place, but we go there and we get lunch at this place, this Irish pub, which was pretty good. Shout out to Matt Murphy's pub, right? Is that what it was yep. called? Murphy, yep, Matt Murphy's pub in Brookline. <laughs> in Brookline. Brookline. Yeah. yeah. Food is good. Drinks are good. Strong, you know, cash so only. Was, so, so this was, yeah, cash only. So cash this only. was good, I thought. We went there twice, actually. So. Well, well, tell that story, because that's a good story. Right. So. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why we went there twice. <laughs> We went there for lunch. We like we're on the train. The red line in Boston's all fucked up, so uh-huh. it took us forever to get from Quincy to Brookline. Uh-huh. Um, and then shout out to hadn't... Brookline. Also, we have listeners there. Yeah, shout out to Brookline. Also, we like hadn't eaten anything, so we went to Matt Murphy's, got a good meal, okay. and then we went and stood in line in the rain for this pot store. And the pot store is in this old ass bank. Yes. And you walk in and it's like they didn't change anything. It's still a bank. You just walk in, you stand in line in the like nylon walk like maze, you know. Right. And they give you a menu to look at while you're in line. And then they call you up to a teller and it's like a bank teller, except for it's like a weird hippie guy with like a beard and a bunch of like hemp bracelets, you know? <laughs> and then they sell you your weed. And it was it was pretty cool. It was a very, very interesting and cool experience. My uh, impression for those of us who have not like, had yeah, a lot of access to that. Illinois just legalized recreational marijuana, so it's probably gonna take a what, a year to implement actual dispensaries. Right. Well, I feel like your town's going to get one sooner than most because it's yeah. such a big college town. College town. Yeah, that's actually a good point. I thought when I walked into this this bank, it's like for all of Harry Potter Quidditch fans, it's like walking into Green Gods. It's right. It's like a magic bank. It was really amazing. Yeah. Now, I think the big difference between your experience, Sam, and my experience is that you chatted with your talent. I kind yeah. of went in with my hat down over my eyes. Right. And <laughs> purchased, like, the most straightforward edibles I could and then left very quickly. Right. Yeah. I bought a weed pen, and it doesn't work. Oh, really? Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? That is fucked up. Your guy talked to you for, like, 20 minutes about it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I feel like he upsold me. Well, I guess he didn't really upsell me, but it was it's fucked up. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to have to, like, make another trip to Massachusetts now to, like, return that shit. Yeah. And that's a funny thing to think about is, like, oh, these drugs aren't working. I'm going to go back to the store and complain. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it used to be when, you know, your older cousin sold you a bag of oregano. You had, like, no recourse to go back and be like, hey, hey. these drugs aren't working. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing that I noticed at that dispensary was that you had every race, age, and gender standing in line. Right. And and class also. Like, there were business women. There were, like, construction workers. There were, like, 70-year-old hippies. Yeah. Like, everybody was standing in that line. 
which I think is a telling thing about like how the war on drugs has functioned for the last what generation, almost forty years now, which is everybody like if if you legalize marijuana, you cut across a social strata, it's gonna be exactly the same. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, that was my thought. And then we walked out. It was raining. Right. And we ran into your roommate and her friends. Right. We met up with my roommate. They also had come there. They were also in Boston. Um, and then they, none of them had their IDs, though. That was hilarious. So, <clears throat> or except for one of them. One of them went in for the rest of them. But it was just that, it was just, yeah. It's not the same. It's like you live in Brooklyn and you can just drink and buy booze wherever it doesn't matter no one ever ids anybody right so any of you underage kids out there listening to this come to new york no one will card you i went to new york with because my my driver's license was expired and so i had this literal i'm holding up to the camera right now this literal paper id and i was like oh this is so sketchy this is so weird they're not going to let me into bars. Nope. No problems whatsoever. It's also 100% legal, let me add that. But, right. and I'm 35, so. And you look it. Exactly. That's what I realized, <laughs> I think. It's like, oh, I look 35. <laughs> right. They're only checking your ID because they're legally obligated for right. you to show them some sort of piece of paper. Yes. <laughs> like, they, that's their job. <laughs> Um, so we meet up with Sam's roommate and her friends, and so the funny thing is we walk around Brookline for maybe 10 to 15 minutes, and there are, like, no other bars except the one we were just at, Max right. Matt Murphy's. And so, so we, we went back, back there. Yeah, so we went back there, and the waitress was like, ah, you guys again. That's not, no, she was like, oh, welcome back. Okay, I always think people are like, ah, you guys get <laughs> Right, you just assume they're unhappy to see us. Yes. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but only the difference this time is we just had a bunch of drugs in our pockets, and that was like kind of the, that was the thing. It's like, yeah. Joel's, I had Joel's drugs in my pockets, and Joel was like, I'm going to the bathroom. Give me my lozenges. Yes. I'm going to go take one in the bathroom. And I was like, Joel... It's legal. You don't have to go into the bathroom to do drugs anymore. You could just do them here at the bar. And he still took them into the bathroom. It's technically not legal. You're supposed to be at your house. Well, I think that's for smoking only. Oh, okay. I don't think so. That's okay. Anyway, so I took some edibles in the bathroom. And then the train train ride home was great. Right. And then we watched an entire season of Brockmire, which... We could spend yes. a uh, we could spend a C block yes. on that show, but everybody <laughs> should watch it. It's about baseball. Everyone should watch it. It's good. Is it Hulu? Who? Yeah, it's on. It's from IFC originally, but it's okay. on. It's streaming on Hulu. Yes, highly watch. recommend Brockmire. If our podcast <clears throat> were just a little bit better, it would basically be Brockmire. Right. Exactly. <laughs> 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 um, okay. Now we can move on. Okay. No, that was a good side quest. Okay, so then we... Oh, Sam shames me into driving slightly faster back to New York City. 
It only took us like six and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> we get back to New York. Go back to Brooklyn. We spend the next three days. I. This is where it gets hazy. Drinking. Drinking. <clears throat> what the word that Joel was looking for at the end of that sentence was drinking. Right. We watched the debates one night. That's true. Um, I think against my protests. Right. Major yeah. takeaway from those debates was it's way too early to be watching the debates. Y'all have better shit to do. Like, yes. wait a couple months. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'm sure we're going to have more politics on this podcast as things go on. But right. Not yet. But we don't have to have it on yet. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that also, like, you know, people are like, oh, campaign spending so out of control. Like, this is ridiculous. And it's like, well, stop. Don't pay attention to it yet. Right. Like, if people just, are watching those just debates. Don't watch. Just don't watch. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's the power of the consumer, people. Like, you are we, consuming we, these we campaign dollars. Up. That's a really good point, because we have brought this up in the past in the context of domestic violence in baseball, right? There right. is the power to the consumer, except there is no reason for the consumers to act as a unit or as a, a as a single mass, you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. That should be a B-block. We should make a B. The B in B-block stands for boring. We should have a B-block right. about that. Yeah. Also, you know, there's an entire subset of red uh, baseball fans that are in favor of domestic violence. Yeah. Talking about Yankees fans. <laughs> anyway, go on. <clears throat> Tapas. Tapas, yeah. Tapas was delicious at Olea in Clinton Hill in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, joke Chicken. What's that place called? Gladys. Gladys. Yep. In was that Crown Heights? Yeah. Kind of. Maybe maybe Prospect Heights. Yeah, kind of near the border there. Yeah. That was delicious. On the border. Mm-hmm. So much good food. There was one other meal we had that was oh, we went to Chinatown and had the soup dumplings. Yeah. And that was delicious. Yep. 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 And that was uh Joe Shanghai, famous famous soup dumplings yes. Is that Joe Shanghai? So we ate and we drank and we watched TV for about three more days in Brooklyn, New York. Right. And we and peaches. Soul food. Oh, yeah. That was really good, too. Yeah. I had the macaroni and cheese and a side of collard greens, which is technically like not enough. Like I had two sides, more than enough food for me. That was delicious. Yeah. That was also kind of a theme of the trip, though, was I – I'm much smaller than Sam and don't eat nearly as much as Sam does. I'm like three Joels. Yeah. <laughs> and so we would eat a big old meal and Sam would order too much food. And then he would go, oh, I'm so full. And then immediately we would walk out the restaurant door and he would see a sign that says like Turkish food. And he'd say like, huh, Turkish food. Joel, you want to go there? <laughs> <clears throat> I told you, I like food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so great times. We'll do it again in Brooklyn. It was lots and lots of fun. So then I uh, had to take off. And I went up state to visit uh, 
Jesse, originator of the podcast, who lives up in outside of Ithaca, New York. And people think that they're both in New York so that they're close together, but they are not. New York is a big state. New York is a very large state. So I woke up and Sam took me to Tom's Diner. Correct. That was very good. And so I leave from Tom's Diner and it's about two o'clock. Tom's restaurant, actually. Tom's restaurant. Yeah. I leave Tom's restaurant. I leave about two o'clock in the afternoon. And it's Friday afternoon. I'm going out through Staten Island, which I think was a mistake. But I don't think there were any right moves. You went out through Staten Island? I went out through Staten Island, yeah. Why? Because that's the way the Google machine told me to go. Oh. Yeah. Mistake. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. So I sat in traffic in Staten Island for about two and a half hours, which is the most infuriating and exhausting experience. Then I go up the New Jersey Expressway, get stuck in traffic again um, when you go back into New York State. So it's like 6 p.m. by the time I leave, like, the New York metropolitan area. Jesus. Yeah, it was terrible. Then I'm driving. I forget the name of the interstate. I'm driving upstate, and then I get onto Route 17 through the Catskill Mountains. And it's getting late. And it's like 9 o'clock at night. The sun is setting. I'm driving through the mountains. I'm not going to get to Jesse's house for at least two more hours. So I call Jesse and I'm like, dude, I'm cracked out. We got, I got to stop. He's like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. So I stop in a town called East Branch, New York. Shout out to East Branch, New York. Yeah. There was a horse there. Um, Only one. Yeah. So I find a motel in East Branch, New York. Like, this dude walks out. I ask for a room. He's like, yeah. He's Ukrainian. I'm pretty sure I'm the only person staying at this motel. At least on a non-hourly rate. uh, Yeah, exactly. He asked me to fill out a receipt. I don't know what the date is. I ask him. He doesn't know what the date is. And then he tells me something. He says, we have a saying in the Ukraine. In Ukraine, He who does not know what time it is, is the truly happy one. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so, too. And then he tried to sell you Oxycontin. <laughs> Right. Also saying in Ukraine, he who is on Oxycontin is also truly happy. Right. Has no fucking idea what time it is. Right. You never know what time it is when you're on Oxycontin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was sketchy. I did not die, though, so that was great. Wake up the next morning, drive up to Ithaca, which then was like an absolute beautiful drive. Spent the night. Um, with Jesse and his family up in Ithaca. Saw our friend Sean and Joy also. It was great. Did not go to a baseball game. But, you know, they live kind of in the woods. Yeah, that's hot. That's like bordering on hockey country anyway. Right. How far are we from Buffalo? I don't know. Yeah. Pretty close. Pretty close, yeah. It's yeah. closer to Syracuse, I think. 
and Rochester. Yeah, it's yeah. very close to Syracuse. Yeah. So, so did the whole upstate New York thing. And then left them, made the next trip of my drive, which was one of the most beautiful drives I've ever done, from Ithaca to Pittsburgh. And that's through the rest of upstate New York. And then you get almost to Erie, Pennsylvania, and you take a hard left turn and just drive south to Pittsburgh. And it was a beautiful day, kind of, that was very country roads-esque. And then I head into Pittsburgh, and this is the last leg of my, uh, of my trip, heading into Pittsburgh, PA. I got two nights in a hotel to see uh, Cubs at Pirates, just one baseball game. Sam, you were there when I booked this room, and I got a really weird message about how there would be nobody there. Right, on, no one at the front desk. No one at the front desk, yeah. Yeah. Which was very confusing. And so the way I think it figured out, I was basically staying in an apartment building that this company rents rooms out as if they were Airbnbs. What, did you get it through Airbnb? or? I did not get it through Airbnb. I got it through this other company that I found on, like, Expedia.com or something like that. I forget. Right. But I think that's what they do, because it felt like I was staying in an apartment building, not a hotel. Um, Did you have, like, a little suite, or? Yeah. Yeah, it was really nice. It was really nice. Sweet. How much? Uh, 350 bucks for two nights. That's pretty pricey. Yeah, yeah. That's like living large. It was. It was downtown. Um, I could, it was the 25th floor. And I could see the baseball state. I could walk to PNC Park. Sweet. Yeah. Did you, like, does Ben Roethlisberger live in that building? I did not see Ben Roethlisberger. Right. It's curious if he has a girl with the dragon's tattoo style, like, rape room, you know? <laughs> in, in that building. In that building. I go into the log room. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is yes. Probably. Yeah. Well, it was beautiful weather. Um, I ate a lot of pierogies. I went to this place called Brew Works in Lawrenceville. Uh-huh. And shout out to my buddy Scott, who used to live in Pittsburgh and kept texting me fun things to do. I got alligator pierogies at this. Weird. It was very delicious. And... Brew Works is an old Catholic church that's been turned into a bar. So, right. on, so on this vacation, I went to an old bank that's been turned into a weed dispensary right. and an old church that's been turned into a bar and brew. Thank God. Right. <laughs> like casting off the shackles of the old. You know what I'm right. saying? What does that say uh, about American institutions? Yeah. going to go to a congressional house that's been turned into a Strippers club. Right, exactly. Yeah. That would be a really good you're idea. Gonna, like, you're gonna do off track off track betting in the in the in the Library of Congress or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to this game. It's the first of a four game season uh, series between the Cubs and the Pirates. I got good seats on the first baseline in the one hundred section one oh eight, right on the first baseline, probably twenty rows up. Sweet. Now, Cubs fans travel really well, especially in their division. So 
the stadium was probably, and it was mostly full, but not near capacity. And it was probably 60% Cubs fans at this baseball game. I don't like the Cubs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I just start, I start heckling. We're in the first baseline, and I start heckling Anthony Rizzo. Say, hey, Rizzo! You're the worst first baseman at this baseball game, which is true because right because Josh base- Bell Josh. is like the best first baseman in the game right now. Yeah. To those of you who are not paying attention to the season, the Pirates first baseman is amazing. He's really good. Yeah. And then I just keep going on Rizzo. Um, ask him if he likes the Muppets. Uh, make fun of him for being the Cub to not make the baseball team. I offered him my Airbnb in Akron in case he wanted to stay there to go to the baseball game. Right. I asked him if Yavi Baez had offered him tickets to the All-Star game so that he could go watch Yavi Baez play. Right. And so as the game goes on, the other mostly adult men behind me start laughing at my jokes and start, like, joining in, which was really funny. And so we kind of got a whole section razzing at Anthony Rizzo. Problem is, right in front of me is an entire family of Cubs fans. Dad, mom, and three sons. And one of the sons has a Rizzo jersey on. And at point of the game, he was literally covering his ears to not hear us razzing his childhood idol, Anthony Rizzo. I feel like you missed the chance of calling him Fat Mike Trout. Um, Schwarber, we, so I didn't want to go to the fat thing. Um, Schwarber, well, gets, Anthony Rizzo and Mike Trout have a very similar look, look the, like yeah. skinhead, you know? Yeah. Big chin, big chin, yeah. kind of doofy face, you know, very doofy face. So I just feel like he's like the fat, untalented Mike Trout. Right. Mike Trout is also much better than Anthony Rizzo. Right. So, but. Rizzo had a really bad game. Also, Josh Bell went four for six with three home runs. And seven RBIs. And seven RBIs. He's on my fantasy team. Yeah, it was really amazing. He came out for a hat tip. And so I think I, at the bottom of the seventh, Rizzo grounded out to first. And then he definitely turned and looked right at our section. And every all the Pirates fans started cheering and clapping. So, and then he got taken out of the baseball game. Right. So I am here on Dump on the Ump to personally take credit for Anthony Rizzo being taken out of the bottom of the seventh of this baseball game. That's um, great. Also, yeah. Anthony Rizzo is on my fantasy baseball team as well. So he did not have a good game. I have him and Josh Bell. No, dude, he had two RBIs and like he was like two for oh. four, two well, RBIs yeah, or four. something. He did, and he didn't even have any um. No, he had a double. He had a double. No, he didn't. He had one double, which was really funny because I was making fun of him and said, even if you get a home run, that's still half as many home runs as Bell has, and then he hits a ground rule double, which was pretty impressive. But I was still like, that's still not a home run. Anyway, here's my question. Okay. 
Well, here's my opinion. Okay. You don't cuss at the players. No, definitely. And you don't make any, like, derogatory. Like, the fat Mike Trout would be borderline for me. Like, you don't make anything homophobic or racist. And, like, borderline, you don't make fun of their families. Yeah, you don't threaten them. You don't threaten them, yeah. But you find out what makes that, what you know they are actually self-conscious about. Yeah. And you mix that with, like, random absurd talk. Yeah. That's the best way to heckle someone. Right. And I'm always going to judge Rizzo because we did that to Lorenzo Cain, and he was able to ignore us until the very, very end of the game. Remember that? When Kansas City actually won that game? Yeah. And he turned right at us and was like, what? What, no, mother?" he waved to us. He appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was my story about that. And also, bringing children to the baseball game. Did I traumatize a child? Yeah, hopefully. But I don't feel bad about it. Especially because it's a road game. And I think kids need to know, especially Cubs fans, need to know that not everybody likes your heroes. And sometimes you got to deal with that. And the Pirates won by a lot. Um... Which is cool. Every MLB game I went to, the home team actually won. The only road team to win was uh, the single A team. All right, I got one more story to tell, and then we'll wrap this up. The night before the game, I walk into the first bar I find in downtown Pittsburgh. It's a place called Red Beards, and very good service. And I like, you know, sit by myself at the bar, and it's I think it's a Sunday night. Sunday night or Monday night. There's like three other people at the ball. And the lady's like, yeah, it's usually not this slow. We think lots of people are out for the holidays, blah, blah, blah. Then she gets a call. She's like, what? 20? For the Cubs? Okay, yeah, we can do that. And then hangs up. And I'm like, damn it. I'm going to be sitting in this ball now with like 20 Chicago Cubs fans. Right. I'm going to be so pissed off. Turns out it wasn't 20 Chicago Cubs fans. It was 20 Chicago Cubs coaches, including Joe Madden. And they all roll up, and they completely take over that ball. Now, I did not take a picture because I think that's rude. I did not ask for a picture because I was kind of, I don't know, intimidated, I guess. But, like, don't spy on famous people. That's, like, pretty rude, right? I mean, yes and no. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of trashy, but also it's like what they signed up for, so. Yeah. Did they, though? I mean, did, oh, did yeah. yeah, you think so? You don't get to, like, live in that public arena and then be like, oh, I want my privacy. It's like, uh, well, no, you don't, because otherwise you wouldn't, like, plaster yourself all over the TV. That's true. But what if you're the strengthening coach for the Chicago Cubs? Like, I mean, well, the only guy. Probably I, I, nobody wants your picture. Yeah. The only guy I recognize was Joe Madden. Right. But. Because he wears those glasses. Yeah. The Santa Claus looking dude with the glasses. Right. He was not drinking red wine, though. Was he drinking Boilermakers? No, he was just drinking beer. Huh. 
Yeah, and they ate lots of chicken wings. So that was cool. Shout out to Redbeards. Uh, the second night I went there, they said, hey, Joel, same thing. And I was like, yes. <laughs> and having no idea what that was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the next day I woke up and turned an eight-hour drive into 12 hours and drove from Pittsburgh back to Champaign, Illinois, through right, my two favorite towns on this on I-70. Wheeling, West Virginia, and Zanesville, Ohio. If you live in either of those towns, reach out to us because I want to come hang out with you. I've driven through them a lot. Zanesville, Ohio is the only town in America with a Y-shaped bridge. Weird. And and is famous for their clay pottery industry and UFO sightings. Okay. Wheeling, West Virginia, also famous for UFO sightings, and has, like, a weird island in the middle of the town that you have to cross because it's right on the Ohio River. And it's a very beautiful town. Probably also part of the opiate epidemic. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually made that joke off air, so people are not going to get the... Reference. Oh, the reference. Yeah, there's a lot of it's <laughs> out there, people. But if you're in Wheeling or Zanesville, reach out to me because I want to hang out in your towns. I drive through them all the time. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so it was a good trip. Good trip. Got to cross off one, two, three, three major league baseball parks off my list and saw Fenway. For the second time. Let's start planning next year's trip. Maybe California. Yeah, California, I think. Yeah, I think that would be lots of fun. And yeah, so we'll get back at it. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to record next week. I think we'll be able to, but I'm not guaranteeing it. Because we may be in Oregon next week. The three oldest ballparks in Major League Baseball that are left are all in California. That's why California. No, I mean Fenway and Wrigley. I mean, sorry, that I haven't been to. Oh, okay. And that's what? Dodger <coughs> Stadium, Oakland A's. And Anaheim. And Anaheim. Okay. All made in the 60s, built in the 60s. Cool. All right, we'll do that. That'll be lots of fun. Um, hey, thanks, everybody, for listening to the City Block. Uh, shout, give a shout-out to us if you've got anything to say. We talked about a lot of towns, a lot of cities. If you live in them, you know, hit yeah. us up. Tweet at us at dump on the ump. Leave a comment. You can actually email us at dump on the ump at gmail or um, check out our Facebook page. Yeah. And if you, you love- live in Sheboygan, oh, don't yeah. clog any toilets. Watch out. Yeah. Well, we got the toilet. That shit clogged. is illegal there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be careful, Sheboygan. Shout right. out to Newport, Kentucky. Also, love you guys. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, thanks so much for listening. This has been the C Block. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. For Sam, my name is Joel. Uh, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. Oh, wait. John Denver's an alien. John Denver's an alien. <laughs> West Virginia is a different galaxy in this song. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and we had the Zane. I even had the UFO references too. Damn yeah. it! 
next time. This will become – we'll talk about John Denver. Yeah, next right. next week on the C Block, be prepared to hear how John Denver is an alien. Yeah. All right. Love you guys. Bye.